Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 16 of Transformers Armada. It is credulous. This episode was written by Shoji Tanoki. And the last time on Transformers Armada. Hey, Luke, do you have an audio clip of a feeling of pointless effort highlighted by short bursts of annoyance? Uh, no. I do not have that particular audio clip. Okay, thanks anyway. But in this episode, uh, the Autobots, we come into the middle of a battle. The Autobots are fighting the Decepticons, and Hotshot with the Star Saber is dominating the battle. Mm-hmm. But, uh... They mentioned there's no sign of Scavenger. He hasn't shown up yet today. And Hotshot scares Starscream away and Demolisher and Cyclonus are being all wimpy and cowardly too. And Megatron's just about had it with them. And then Hotshot and Sideways get them all running away now. And Smokescreen and Optimus are going to go after the Minicon. So I guess we're out after a Minicon again. Yeah. And the kids watch this entire adventure from the base uh, with um, Hot, not Hotshot, but uh, Red Alert. He's there. I don't know why he's not in the battle, but Rad's like, oh, Hotshot's training has paid off. Isn't that yeah. right, Red Alert? Red Alert! <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's why Hotshot's so much better now is because he's been training. But Red Alert thinks he's... Well, he's just thinking this to himself. He's like, oh, yes, he's getting better, but he has a long way to go, and uh, I hope he doesn't get too overconfident. And uh, They really beat us over the head with this in this one. But we get our opening bumper. And when we come back, there's actually a lot of really fun combat here. Uh, mm. Megatron squares off with Hotshot and just decks him to the ground. I like that even though Hotshot is better with the sword, he's still kind of, I don't want to say rookie because he can handle himself, but the only thing that's putting him on par with Megatron is that sword. Yeah, it's, it's just his skill. But if Megatron actually lands a hit, that's it. Because Megatron just boots him straight in the face. like Boot to the head. It's like Battletoads kind of kick, like legs straight out. And then uh, side, oh, Sideways finds a Minicon, so uh, Megatron goes after him, and Cyclonus and Demolisher shoot at Hotshot, and I really like what Hotshot does here. He turns his feet into like tank treads. Yeah. And then just like launches himself at them like he's just standing but he's flying along the ground with the star saber swinging at cyclonus and demolisher yeah, it's kind of like blaster and captain power he calls it hyperdrive mm. he just rushes at them and then oh back with sideways megatron now has him basically in the figure four leg lock or some <laughs> stupid wrestling <laughs> yeah, hold yeah and, they're doing like jujitsu yeah he manages to get them to drop the minicon yeah so wait does that mean like transformers have pressure points and like whatever um but yeah it falls out of his hand and uh woohoo the decepticons are going to win and just before they warp away sideways grabs onto megatron's leg hotshot runs over and grabs uh sideways and they all warp away and then on a mountain scavenger goes and then he warps away (laughs) he was just watching i guess and then he says something that does not matter yeah it's like oh this was interesting and he teleports away yeah but now optimus and smokescreen are looking for their buddies and now on the moon with their buddies megatron just shakes them off his leg and <laughs> tries to activate the minicon he's like away from me you viruses or whatever he says he tries to activate the minicon but it was just a fake yeah yeah it doesn't work and we have a flashback to i guess some of hotshot's training was with sideways because the two of them are there and hotshot's training in this flashback and they basically sideways is like you're invincible you're the best in the world nobody can stop you i don't know why he's talking all fay 
but it's like he <laughs> is just coating it on. Mm-hmm. And they're going to find the Decepticon base someday, and you'll have your chance. And it's exactly like when the guy reading the news on the radio introduces something, and then when the reporter comes on with the details, they repeat verbatim what the guy just said, because it's like, <laughs> oh, we're at the Decepticon base, and now you'll have your chance. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all he needs is one strike. So, uh, but before he can get that strike, the... Uh, what is Demolisher and Cyclonus warp in, and there's a great standoff here where Sideways aims at Megatron and the other two. Hotshot has his sword at Megatron. All the Decepticons pull their weapons out, and then Megatron says, open fire. Yep. And back on Earth, the kids go on for half an hour about how oh Hotshot is probably God. bending the Decepticons into fucking pretzels wherever he went. And then laughing along with the kids, Smokescreen says they should go to the Decepticon base at once. It's like, why is he laughing? Like, their buddy is probably in trouble. One of the kids who is going on the loudest about how much ass Hotshot is pro- probably kicking is Carlos. And from the beginning of this show, I always thought, something off about that voice. It just sounds too, like, Chicano. It sounds too, a little too cliche. I was like, I I finally have to look up the actor. And I was like, oh boy, it's just a white redheaded dude. Oh, man. Named Matt, with Matt, named Matt Hill. Now, now, to be fair, my nephew is a white red-headed dude who's Latino. That's... And he has a real U- European name. So... Touche. I was like, okay, I'll give him some credit. And turns out, no, Matt Hill is just a Canadian guy who's just Canadian through and through. And I was like, what, what is it with this franchise having white people play people of color? I don't know why they always do it. It seems like they're doing it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so I now Carlos kind of makes me cringe because I just picture this... This ginger going, hey man, <laughs> like his worst Cheech and Chong impersonation. It's like, oh, what was the, the guy, uh, oh, the guy with all the puppets? Oh, where he is one of them, where again, it's the same kind of thing. He's like, man, you're not just white, you're neon white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff something. Anyway, where are we in this episode? Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So they're all convinced Hotshot's kicking ass. And then Optimus says, hey, Red Alert, could you triangulate the coordinates of something and try to find the Decepticon base? Yep. Just take what information we do have, try and figure it out. And back on the moon, Scavenger is back and the place is just destroyed. And I Hotshot, really like this. Yeah, Hotshot and Sideways are taking cover behind a wall in a hallway and Cyclonus is blasting at them. Even though it looks like the fire is coming from the other way. Yeah. And while Megatron and Demolisher get the door to the moon surface open and they run for it now i have a question scavenger shows up kind of after the that open fire battle happened and i really do like that we see the effects of it and it must have been intense yeah but he warped away from the battle site the original battle site seconds after the other decepticons did where did he go between then and now oh he, he had to go somewhere he went somewhere else and did something else before he came home is what you're thinking it's what i'm hoping this show isn't smart enough to have that happen yeah uh but yeah the decept like you said the decepticons leave and then hotshot and sideways follow them and step outside and at this point realize holy shit we're on the moon yeah like now they've finally realized it, now that they can see where they are and yeah, looky here there are footprints and sideways thinks oh it must be a trap but hotshot reminds them they have the star saber so we're invincible and off they go yeah hotshot Shot is really putting a lot of faith in this um, because Sideways even says, dude, it's it's a trap. Like, dude, watch out. And then we have a cutaway to Sideways, Sideways, Sideways saying, I fucking warned you. <laughs> yes, because sure enough, it was a trap. Megatron, we just hear his voice. 
on the moon. Yeah. Because there's nowhere. But uh, <laughs> Megatron tells them they're surrounded and we can hear his voice echoing off the rocks. Anyway. But you know what, though? These, neither of these two even realized they were on the moon when they arrived with somewhere of like one sixth the gravity. Yep. So like, the fact what? that it's 400 degrees now. Yeah. <laughs> In the sun. Anyway, yeah. There's, oh, oh, Megatron's talking, but there's a bunch of silhouettes like on the crater's edge above and they, uh, sideways and hotshot, basically, they just charge at them. Yeah. And then. We can kind of clearly see that they're Autobot shaped, but... Oh, yeah. Clearly one of them is a smokescreen. But, yeah, they don't realize that. Hotshot takes a run at two of them, and then Optimus steps into the light, and Hotshot hopes he didn't take it personally, and commercial break. And when we come back, Optimus doesn't care about Hotshot, because Red Alert tries one thing, and Optimus says, well, there's nothing we can do but wait. Yeah, because the Autobots are still at their base, trying to figure out where the Decepticon base is. Yeah, this is... Okay, I found it interesting, like, this Optimus is legitimately a bad leader and a poor tactician, but he seems to have all of the same faults as Optimus Primal, voiced (laughs) by the same guy. I just, it catches me off guard every time. I'm like, there's there's a lot of similarities. Uh, But anyway, back on the moon, the Autobots up there attack Hotshot and Sideways. Yeah, and they can't understand why, but Sideways explains that they're just holograms. That can somehow fire lasers. Yeah, except their weapons work. And Sideways says they must have a simulator in their core, whatever that means. I think he means projector. Yeah, and Hotshot thinks they just need to destroy that and they'll be just fine. And then then there's like, I don't know, six Optimuses? Yeah, this was just stupid. Hotshot jumps out of the trench they're hiding in and runs straight at like a dozen of them. Optimus is shooting at him and they can't hit a damn thing. And then all of a sudden there's just one Optimus and he slices through that with the Star Saber and that defeats the hologram. I guess. Yeah. I, I'd like to imagine that like Devastator or, or, or um, not Devastator, Demolisher or like Cyclonus is just sitting in a control room somewhere with a dial that just says Optimus assists and they just <laughs> like, crank it up to 11, then down to two and then to five, 11, oh, down to one. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, the Decepticons are arguing over taking the sword from Hotshot and Megatron reminds them Hotshot is only as powerful as he is because he has the sword and without it, he's mediocre. Well, Below average. Like, he like he changes his opinions. Like, he's giving him some credit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, knowing how this episode ends, why the fuck is Megatron pondering how he's going to get the sword? Yes, exactly. It's like, Mega, or Starscream's here now. They're all in and, on uh, it. Yes, all right. If whoever takes the sword from Hotshot, do we get to keep it? And Megatron's like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe him. Uh, anyway, back with Hotshot. Um, he, this was actually a really awesome moment. Hotshot jumps on Sideways, who's in vehicle mode. And mm. this is really the first time that size has completely changed, I think. Like, I feel that Hotshot is a lot smaller than he should be. Either that or Sideways is just that much larger because now he is sized for a Transformer to be riding on him. It's kind of like the Junkions, kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they drive and um, like head right towards the Decepticons. Hotshot says, hey, I'm going to take out everybody. You get Megatron. Yep. And then Cyclonus starts flying. But, you know, we did that to death in G1 with Springer. But yeah, Hotshot <laughs> jumps off sideways and slashes Cyclonus's rotor and down he goes. And then in the same move, while he's still flying, he punches Demolisher the fuck out, then lands in front of Starscream, who gets his own sword out. That was badass oh yeah. uh, but while that's happening sideways races up a cliff at megatron and just like knocks him on his ass this is a really good fight i got to admit oh, yeah. um and then okay th- this felt like a setup for something even further down the road but sideways 
transforms Megatron saying something like, oh, I forget what they said, but Megatron throws shade at Sideways and Sideways yeah, says something like, to the effect. Oh, you'll pay. No one humiliates Megatron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sideways says something to the effect of like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. And then he also says, oh, I heard that before. Like in that tone. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. And then he had a different face. Uh, but uh, back with, uh, maybe it was his Minicon saying it. I don't know, but uh, yeah, oh, back with Hot. Wouldn't that be interesting if there was like a two brains, one transform? Anyway, sorry. Or it's it's the one minicon that can actually you know speak rather than little garbled beeps and, <laughs> and stuff. He sounds like this <laughs> every time he talks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, back with Hot Shot. <laughs> He's horrible at funerals. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh, your father was a great person. <laughs> Back with Hotshot, Starscream manages to get him down. He's got the sword to his face, but when it's he totally goes to end it, like... totally not you, Karen. It's totally me. <laughs> He's my new favorite character. Yeah, Hotshot knocks Starscream's sword away. <laughs> oh, I'm totally lost. Where are we, Paul? <laughs> well, Hotshot is going on about how he's invincible with this <gasps> Star Saber, but then Megatron comes to the edge of the cliff above them, and uh, now he has Sideways hostage. Yeah. Um, Hotshot has this long moment of contemplation where he's like, oh, do I give up the sword? No, friends are important. And uh, he sounds like a lot like Optimus. Yeah. Uh, but then he decides, yeah, I'll, I'll hand over the Star Saber to save Sideways, a guy I've known for two days. Yep. He calls it the old sacrifice your partner or lose the weapon gag. Like this has happened to him numerous times. Like he's dealt with this before kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but they like, I think this is like the second or third time he calls him his partner in this episode it's it's really forced which makes sense with what's coming up but yeah uh, he stabs the sword in the ground and backs up and megatron comes down this cliff and hands over sideways yeah he actually does release him but before megatron can grab the sword hotshot commands the minicons that it's made out of to come back to him like he lists off their names and they fly it back over to him he forms the star saber again but then Sideways knocks him down, and Starscream picks up the Star Saber. Yeah, and then Sideways transforms his head. Now, I didn't note this before, but, like, when he transformed his Minicon's, I think, arms or legs, I think it's arms, kind of became his horns, but it yeah. looks silly because the little hands are still up at the top. Yes. <laughs> and now he, like, transforms, and it's sleek-looking horns, and he actually looks quite a bit cooler. Um, and he's a Decepticon. Yep, his Autobot symbol changes when it's gone in the very next shot anyways. It doesn't really matter. But, uh, and, and this scene just goes on. Hotshot is just whining that he lost the sword, and Starscream is all happy that it's his now, and then Demolisher and Cyclonus just start beating the shit out of Hotshot. Literally kicking him when he's down. Like, yeah. Megatron fires at him, he falls to the ground. I, I gotta admit, Paul, I really felt some pity for Hotshot here. He's, he, he flew too close to the sun. Oh, yeah. But... It it sucks to see him go down because he lost the guy he thought was this making quote signs here, dear listener, his partner. Uh, he lost the uh, the Star Saber, which he had wrapped so much of his identity around. And it happened in front of all his enemies. And when he was at his lowest, like I said, Cyclonus and Demolisher literally kick him when he's down. Yeah, it they're was, just stomping on him. Yeah, like you said, it does go on for quite a while, but it was effective. 
And uh, Megatron tells Starscream, well, congratulations, you got the sword now. Hand it over. Yeah, of course. Uh, and Starscream's like, whoa, 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 what are you, what are you talking about? And uh, then Scavenger shows up and says things that make no sense. And Megatron says to Starscream, okay, you can keep the Star Saber if you go kill Hotshot right now. And then Scavenger, for reasons, says, don't. Yep, you don't need to bother. He's dead. Why not? But he's not <laughs> like Scavenger is the dumbest of the dumb. He I don't get him at all. It's not even like a code, whatever. Um, so we go back to Optimus HQ and Hotshot just stumbles in the door. Yes. <laughs> they never went to look for him. <laughs> and he's all banged up and smashed. And Optimus tells Red Alert, quick, he needs tech support. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I, that was, I felt that was kind of clever and dumb at the same time. But then we go to the moon and Starscream, he has the Star Saber still. And he wields it around. He goes, I'm so powerful. Look at me. I'm so The Decepticons' base is invaded by two Autobots, and because there are no manually activated automatic defenses, they run for it to lure the Autobots into their simulator trap they have set up outside. Why is it outside? Why not just build the fucking thing in the base? Save some time lugging stuff around and running extension cords. Besides, it's equally as good a chance that they're just going to stay inside the base and start trashing the place or looking for minicons. And it creates holograms of Autobots, which, despite being holograms, have real weapons and are defeated when you run a sword through them. That's too stupid to worry about. But why make them holograms of Autobots? Sure, there's the element of surprise with something like that. But you know what would be more surprising? If they were holograms of moon rocks or the hills and cliffs in the area. Better yet. Remember Disney's The Sword in the Stone where the wizard turns into a germ to win the magic duel? With <sighs> you think they don't care, Paul? <laughs> like the, the writers and the animators, like somebody in the room has to say, but, but they're on the moon though, right? Do you think they just fire that person? <laughs> Yeah, they'll just look at him and one guy just snaps his fingers. The next thing you know, two guys just walk in. And they never saw him again. Escort him yeah, out. this this was a dumb episode that had moments I legitimately really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. The, the fight that got them to the moon well, that was really great stuff and i like i like the plot device of just two of the you know autobots are on the moon by themselves yeah but yeah a lot of this everything the rest of the autobots did was dumb yeah well and the kids were absolutely useless in it they didn't do anything other than go on about hotshot like you could have just taken them out and put in another 45 seconds Two minutes of action, because the action in this one is really, really good. Yeah, when they do get to action, it was great. And like I said, you know, I agreed with you earlier that the the downfall of Hotshot, it was stretched out a lot. And there were a lot of, there was one great shot where they actually had the camera pull out. And on his knees, he goes, no! Yes! That's so corny, but I mean, put it in. That was that was great. Um, when the action was there, it was good. But even that, that end scene dragging on, I... It, it hit an emotional note. I liked it. Yeah. I think that's probably the first time we've seen something like that on this show. Yeah, I think it was. And it, it you know, handled okay. Um, the next episode Paul and I are going to review is Conspiracy. If you want to see a couple questionable motherfuckers, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I am at John Sobey. Paul is at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later.
you'll have your chance. 